Hey guys, it's Feline and welcome to my podcast, Feeling Feline. I'm making this podcast to share what it's like being in your 20s in the 20s, not just for myself, but also from other people just trying to find themselves out here. The 20s is a tough decade to get through, so why not go through it together? For this first episode, we'll be talking about life changes, self-realization, and how we can handle the anxiety and stress that comes from routine changes. Hey guys, and happy fall. It just turned fall about eight days ago, and let me tell you, I love fall. It's one of my favorite seasons in the entire year. I love everything about it. I love flannels, I love pumpkin spice lattes, and I love just being cold, but not bitter cold, if that makes sense. I don't like when it's crispy, but I like when it's just chilly enough that you can kind of stay in, cuddle up, watch some football, and just have a good time inside, and it's nice. So yeah, let me just really quickly introduce myself. My name is Feline, and I'm making this podcast so that I can really let out my feelings, and now's the time to do it because we're all stuck inside. So I thought it would be something good and useful, especially for people of our age, so that we can talk about things and be relatable and talk about what goes on just in this randomness of the next 10 years and how our life just shifts from teenage thinking, college thinking to everything adulthood. And yeah, I'm from Jersey where we're one of the states who don't pump our own gas and we're all full of beaches, full of shopping malls, and we're just the right distance from major cities where we can still take a break from the busy life and the hustle and bustle and still come home to something more of a suburban area. So I really love Jersey. It's one of my favorite places, and I just love the feeling that we have here that we're big family. And although I've grown up in Jersey most of my life, I'm actually from the Philippines. I was born there. So to have a different life than my parents, it's also been an interesting ride there. Of course, we're going to talk about that later. And I'm just really excited to making this podcast. So let's get talking. Let's let's get started. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about what it's like to handle routine changes and quarantine and just how we handle the stress and anxiety that comes with changing your routine and overall just finding the peace within the mess of things that's going on right now because it really is a crazy time in this world and a lot of it has to do with just having the patience and understanding that changes happen and we have to be okay with it and really learn to tackle it firsthand. And honestly, sometimes it's hard to focus on what's good when there's so many issues and problems around us. Like, look at all of 2020. Let's be real. We are going through it. And not just, oh, I'm going through it. No, we are going through it. At the world level, at the U.S. level, we have COVID. We have all the protests. All the learning is virtual and global warming is just about to bite us in the ass and completely wreak havoc and we don't even know it. I mean, we do know it, but we're not really preparing for it. So there's a lot going on in this world right now and in the next few years, I think it's really going to change and it's really going to be affected by just everything that's going on. And honestly, it's not just the world that's changing. It's our life. It's how we socialize. It's how we do things together. Everything is changing. And 
It's causing a lot of paranoia, negativity, overthinking, and stress. And days where I'm thinking, you know, when are there going to be better days? When are we going to go back to normal? And the reality is it's really not going to go back to normal anymore. This is our new normal. And that's kind of the bittersweet aspect of it because everything that we knew before COVID is a whole different time. It feels like a whole different year, lifestyle, just something that honestly, I don't even feel like I 100% remember because we're so deep in this coronavirus lifestyle. And I think it's crazy because it almost feels like this is how we've been living life forever. I don't even remember what it's like going to a huge restaurant with my group of friends or going to a bar in a crowded area or being unable to breathe while I'm online trying to get a beer like that's how bad it is it doesn't even feel like I've even had a social life the past five months and honestly I really didn't and I'm sure everyone listening has felt the same way it's been the same struggle for all of us and now the question is what are we supposed to do with our free time what can we do now that we've been provided this lifestyle basically by force and what can we do to still make it a good decade for us? How can we make it memorable? These are all the questions I've been asking myself the past five months and I've always wonder if it's going to get better. Honestly, I feel like I've also been super stressed and super anxious with just everything going on. It's hard for me to really grasp and understand one, why is this happening? And two, why our time? I know it's bound to happen because coronaviruses and pandemics happen almost, what, every 100 years or so? And it was bound to happen for sure. Well, let's take it back to prehistoric times, aka pre-COVID. I was going to work Monday to Friday, usual eight-hour shift, and after work, I would hit the gym. And then the weekends, I'd go see my friends, whether it's a house party or bar, or even simple things like going out to eat or going to the movies. Seems like pretty simple times, and it's funny because during that time, it seemed like there was a lot of things going on that was stressing me out, whether it was work or school, relationships, friendships, a lot of things were stressing me out, and now look, here we are. Now it's a totally different time. I'm working from home every day, and honestly, I'm going crazy. It feels like every day bleeds on to the next, and I feel stuck. I mean, I've been feeling stuck the entire five months, but there was a realization at one point where I was like, okay, I need to stop sulking. I need to stop sitting and doing nothing and figure out what can I do that's productive. Me, being an extrovert, I really need to socialize as it is who I am. I need to socialize because connecting with the people I love is what makes me happy. So to have coronavirus kind of take away that ability to immediately just see people whenever I wanted, it was really difficult. And I got on my head. I was overthinking a lot about everything. Anything that required thinking, I was overthinking and I was stressing out about it. And truth is, a lot of the times you're really stressing yourself out. There's a lot of things I didn't need to overthink, but I did anyway. And honestly, thanks anxiety, that's really what it does. It's it's not the best friend to have sometimes. And it 
arrives in your brain when you're not even in the mood to think about it and it creeps up on you sometimes. So that being said, I try to sit down and figure out what can I do. And the first thing I had to do was acknowledge that things are changing. And who knows, this might even be a good change. But you won't think that unless you put yourself in a positive mind state and you tell yourself denying that things are changing isn't going to do any good for your mental health. It's good to just accept it, embrace it, and figure out how this new lifestyle can be a positive for you because there's no way to rewind or undo what has been done because of the coronavirus and in your lifestyle routine. So now it's just a focus of what things can you invest your time in. First things first, why do we need a routine? What is the psychology behind why humans feel like they have to have a routine? So the world is super uncontrollable and you really can't predict what will happen. So having this routine gives people a sense of reality and keeps them centered in terms of not having to worry about what comes next. Because your mind, when it is untamed, when it's not thinking about what the next step is, it's basically an open field to open your thoughts and start feelings of anxiety, stress, confusion, overthinking about the future and other things you can't control. And from where I was reading too, when you regulate your daily actions, you're actually deactivating your fight or flight instincts. That's basically your freak out mode, right? So when we have a routine, we don't have to worry about freaking out. For me personally, I know this feeling because when my schedule changes, I get super stressed. I don't really know what to do. I almost feel like I'm losing control of everything. And it's not really. You just have to take a deep breath and realize that it's not really a big thing to freak out about. And once you do realize that it's not a major thing to freak out about, you actually realize that you have a lot of downtime to get into your hobbies. For example, myself, I just got in touch with music again after so many years. When I graduated college, I used to play a lot of music, but then I kind of just lost touch with it. And it's difficult to reconnect with music, especially because when you end up being busy and you don't make time for it, it actually becomes harder to force yourself to have time to play your instruments or sing a song or record something. Like even in high school, I used to play four instruments. I was in the marching band. I was in chorus. I was in everything music. Like music was my entire life. And then right after college, it basically is nothing to me. I listen to music when it comes out, any new albums. But besides that, I don't really get in touch with music. And that's something I realized during quarantine too. Another thing I kind of lost touch with for a little while at least when quarantine started was going to the gym and that was hard for me because I used to go every day and not being able to go kind of made me think oh I'm gonna go backwards in my fitness journey but really even working out at home you can make a lot of things happen and you can still get your gains in just by working out at home it just is about consistency and having the right workouts to do so and for me working out at home ended up being a lot better because working out from home, I could at least do it in my own time whenever I wanted to. And I didn't have to drive extra miles just to go to the gym. And it actually gave me a stronger drive to keep working out and keep that grind going. 
Another hobby I found was very time consuming and very distracting from the stress and anxiety I was getting was actually in cooking. And in college, I really loved cooking. But now that I kind of moved out and live on my own, cooking is kind of a priority and necessity. And it's a good thing that I like cooking because now I can explore some new recipes and like really put in the time to cook something healthy, something nice, delicious and nutritious for my body on top of the workouts that I was doing. That is what making the best of the situation was because working from home, I saved myself two hours because it was an hour to and from work. So having those two hours of extra time gave me more time to be in my hobbies and my passions and really invest in the time that I had. And it really is about having a different perspective on how you look at things. Because for example, at work, I was complaining, oh, I'm not going to be able to do anything outside anymore. And my coworker said, no, that's not true. You just are going to be doing something different than what you're used to. And that hit me really hard because there's actually a whole lot of parks and places outdoors that I've really wanted to visit. And still to this day, I've not visited them, which is so crazy. But the point of that story is that there's still things to do outside with other people and just with yourself that you can still be engaged with nature and still somehow reach your extroverted soul and still feel good about life. On top of my hobbies, I was able to also identify what I was doing wrong. For example, I was spending a lot of money and it was just from anything that triggered my need to buy something, which happens often and I'm still definitely working on it. But sometimes when I'm stressed, I really feel the need to buy something, either something from Amazon or just going out to eat. I did a lot of that and quarantine helped me realize that I was spending unnecessary money and that helped me to start saving and work on having an end goal and looking at more in the future than buying something that I'm only going to use for like two or three days. And honestly, a lot of people our age don't really think about retirement, the future, and investments, but that's just as important as it is for older people as we're reaching kind of near the age of retirement. It's just as important for us. And actually, fun fact, the earlier you start saving for retirement, the more you're actually going to retire with. And I think I'm just starting to see more people start saving, but still to this day, I feel like not really that many people understand that saving as soon as possible is the best option. And having that plus paying off your loans, it's doable. You're just going to have to make a plan about it. Like I had to lay down my goals and my expectations in terms of saving and how long I need to pay off my loans. And that's helped me so much. Another thing I've learned during quarantine is that you don't always have to keep people happy. Sometimes you have to care about just yourself. And everyone knows me. I'm one of the happiest people on earth. At least that's what they see. But inside, I do have a lot of stress and anxiety when things get harder. But it's really a matter of putting the time aside and realizing that you need to have that time for yourself. And it took me a really long time to realize that and learn and really understand that I have to give myself self-care. So yeah, even this quarantine, I've been doing things I really haven't done that much before. On random days, I'll put on some makeup if I feel like it. I'll put on a face mask. I'll do some skincare routines. And I've really learned things that I don't really pay attention about myself until recently. And even just skincare is really important for you to have just a healthier feeling about your day.
And speaking of healthier feelings, it's actually important also to pay attention to your diet during this time. And I know myself, when I'm stressed, I tend to eat more and I tend to eat more junk. Listen, I can't even avoid the Arizona and the salt and vinegar chips and shop right recently, but it's still about the mindset and consistency and telling yourself that you still need to take care of yourself during this time. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still go to ShopRite and buy the Arizona and salt and vinegar chips because they're my absolute favorite. But at the same time, I still remember that, hey, I'm working out a lot and I don't want to cancel that out. And that's another portion of self-care that you really should pay attention to, especially at this time. You have the time now to pay attention to what your body needs and how healthy it can be. It has so much potential to be healthy. So that's something to really focus on during this time to keep you distracted and kind of have a healthy thing to really focus on. And another way you can really make use of your time is to do something that you've been pushing for so long, days, months, years. And for me, the biggest thing that I've been pushing on for years is my closet. When I moved, I actually had four huge garbage bags of clothes that I didn't need. I had shirts that I've had since fourth or fifth grade, which is so crazy to me. And whatever it may be, the reason behind it, something emotional, I'm sure, I kept those clothes for whatever reason. And just throwing them away really felt like it was this huge load off my shoulders. And I didn't even realize that it was weighing down on me so much until I actually made the time to do that and clean up myself. I've seen it even in the show Hoarders that your emotions are actually portrayed by the space around you. So if you're feeling heavy, if you're feeling full of thoughts, and if you're feeling like there's a lot of weight on your shoulders, it will show in your house. Things will stack up, things will get messy, things will get unorganized, and you won't even realize it until you stop and look around, and then by then, hopefully it's not too late and you can put in the time. It's also hard to let things go, but the fun fact about it is if you have a piece of clothing or an item that you look at that gives memories, you actually should let that go. And that's the weird thing about it because it's almost like a release of things you've attached yourself to. And I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. I know there's something in your apartment, in your house, that you hold close to yourself, but you still don't know why you have it. It could be a keychain. It could be some t-shirt that doesn't even fit you anymore. It just gives you memories. Like, for example, the fourth grade shirt that I had, I kept it because everyone in fourth grade signed it. But really, I don't need that. And even just cleaning up your clothes gives you a better sense of openness and it helps you really clear out your thoughts. One thing I do have to say about routines though is that it's important to actually switch it up every now and then. When you're constantly having a routine, you're kind of turning off your reaction to things changing. I know it's counterintuitive, but sometimes doing things outside of your routine is actually helpful for your brain. Because being stuck in a routine, you actually put your brain into autopilot mode. And sometimes that's not a good thing because your brain isn't learning anything anymore. And that's a lot of where hobbies and things you love to do are kind of put into play because these things should be out of your routine and things that you can do when you feel like it or when you have the time for it. And that could be something as even opening a book. Listen, I haven't opened a book since I graduated college and I don't even want to tell you how many years that's been, but I haven't opened a book. And all of quarantine, I've actually bought a few books and lo and behold, I'm starting to read again. So it's nice to have that time and 
be separate from what you worry about on the daily work, school, children, and anything else that really you stress about every day. And in our 20s, we are basically at a peak of learning things in an easier way and having the best memory that we could have of our entire lives. And it's oftentimes we don't use it to its full capacity. And I don't know about you guys, but I literally need to be doing something at all times. I cannot sit down and do absolutely nothing. It's really hard for me to even sit down and watch a show. Trust me, anybody who knows me knows this. It's important for our young brains to stimulate it. We are still super young and it's good to keep that brain going for as long as we can. We are literally at our strongest, so why not make the best of it? We can sit down and relax later in life. Looking back at those accomplishments are probably one of the best things that could happen when we're old and can retire. And when I say we can relax later, it doesn't mean that every day has to be super stressful, but it should be productive and something useful for you later in life, now in life, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Because how we are now is what really shapes what's going to happen, what's in our future, what's in our children. And realizing this and realizing that everyone is in the same boat, just trying to figure themselves out, it really humbles you as a person. It doesn't make you feel like you're the only person who's struggling. And it's good to know. And that's why it's good to really focus on yourself and make sure you're happy first because when you are finally happy with yourself and satisfied, that type of energy actually spreads out to everyone around you and everyone can see how happy you are and how much you love yourself. That's another thing too because breaking your routine actually can help you see what was wrong with the old one in the first place. It'll actually put you in perspective and having this change, especially quarantine, kind of puts you in a forced realization of what's wrong. Then you'll be able to identify these problems and work on it and have a new routine that actually focuses on these problems and works to improve it. For me, I did something super crazy that probably is one of the worst things that could change your routine, but I did get a puppy and he's Leo, our little corgi. And trust me, it's all fun and games until your puppy is teething. It's not the greatest time in the whole wide world, but it has taught me that my patience isn't exactly at the best level. So having this puppy has made me realize that and I've been working on it, especially because puppies are basically toddlers. So having to focus their attention is actually a lot more work than what it seems to be. And even now when he's napping, I have to plan out when to work out and when to record. So it's a lot of multitasking, but also at the same time, it helps me keep organized with my schedule and my routine. So that's kind of what confuses me, right? We get a puppy, we have kids, we get married, we do all these things that actually unintentionally change our routine. And yet when it comes to something that benefits ourself, why are we so scared of change? Why is it then when we want to get a puppy or have kids or get married, it's something that we're open to and yet things that we do for ourselves, we're not ready to really do that to ourselves. And that's kind of the psychology of it is that we're afraid to try new things and really put ourselves to the test. So within that same mindset, it's actually good for you to think about it and think puppies are worth it. Kids are worth it. Myself is worth it. If this time that we have is open for us to really work on ourselves, we should embrace it for sure. Because everyone around us is special, but don't forget about yourself too. That's really important. And when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, how you feel is how it 
disperses around to everybody. And what's important is that you keep yourself first and keep yourself centered and keep yourself happy and content with how life is going right now. You're going to have setbacks and little bumps in your life. Sometimes you're going to be too tired to work out. Sometimes you're going to be too lazy to cook a healthy meal. And sometimes you just want to sit down, eat some ice cream and just watch movies for a few hours. And that's totally okay. You need that mental break to refresh, restart and kind of take a breather from having to feel pressured of perfecting your life. Statistically speaking, women actually have a harder time of controlling their anxiety and their stress and their worries than men. So a lot of things that I've learned about keeping it easy and simple and relaxed and don't worry about things you can't control, I've actually learned a lot from my guy friends. So honestly, having that variety of guy friends and girlfriends is also super important because their different opinions have actually shaped me to be who I am today. Speaking of my friends, I want to emphasize the importance of your circle. When things get rough, when things are hard, like the quarantine and your stress and anxiety, the best people to go to are the ones around you because they have the unconditional love that you need to help you get through what you're going through. And I feel like that's kind of the big thing of people of our age. We're kind of afraid to talk to other people about our feelings. It's kind of a stuck up kind of mindset of our generation, but it's just ironic because we're so involved in social media and yet we're not really talking to the people around us. It's this weird double standard that not even I can understand, but my point is that there are people around you that do have open ears, and it's just a matter of you telling yourself and accepting that sometimes it's okay to go and talk to someone. Even I still struggle with talking to people about my feelings because I'm someone who tends to bottle up their emotions a lot and eventually it wears me out and I explode or I have an anxiety attack. For example, the other night I couldn't sleep, I couldn't breathe, and it was because I was worrying about so many things and not really talking to anyone about it. But talking about it is really helpful and you'll see if you do it more often, it actually becomes a lot easier for you to let out your emotions and move on from them. That way you can put more focus on what you like to do and what makes you happy more than what worries you. Yeah, so when you do all this, especially just one day at a time and stay consistent and allow yourself to feel some type of way sometimes, you'll see that it's actually not so bad anymore. And all the things that you've been worrying about that are out of your control, it's out of your head. And even when they do creep in, you know how to handle them. And that's the greatest feeling ever. After a long journey of trying to figure out your routine changes and handling your stress and anxiety and quarantine, and finally it comes down to something peaceful, it's something that's really rewarding once you've realized that you've put in the work to get to where you are today. All right, and that's it for episode one. Thanks for listening. Major takeaways is that one, realize change is happening and embrace it. Two, make the best of the time and see that it's actually beneficial for you to learn and grow as a person. And three, if you feel like getting those chips from ShopRite, just get them and eat them and be happy. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and listening. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. For any messages, hit me up on the Instagram at Podcast. You guys, the 20 is going to be a long, long decade. And guess what? We ready. We ready. We ready for y'all. 
<laughs> I had to do it one time. All right, I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.